Hey, my friends, welcome to Tea Talk with Ty, the podcast that encourages you to take a sip and chat about life, wellness, love, and everything else in between. <laughs> I'm your host and new BFF, Ty Wonder, and I'm cheering you on to greatness. So grab a cup of coffee, tea, or whatever you prefer to sip on, get cozy, and let's chat. And hello, welcome to Tea Talk with Ty. Today we have a very special guest, uh, Police Officer Bo Braxton. How you doing, Bo? I'm doing all right. How you doing? Good. Thanks for asking. Thank you so much for for taking time out of your very busy and chaotic life yeah, to join me today. I truly appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you wanting to talk to me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Your voice is super important and. I want you to, I want it to be heard. It needs to be heard as well. I appreciate that. Yeah, oh, you're absolutely welcome. Um, so to start off, can you tell us um, your, first of all, your ethnicity, because they can't see you. They need to know who they're listening to um, and where you're from and where you live. And if you feel comfortable to tell us where you work as an officer. Okay, so I'm a African-American male. Uh, I grew up in South Georgia. Basically, Hinesville, Georgia. Um, I'm an officer for City of Marlboro Police Department. If you know anything about the area in Atlanta, uh, City of Marlboro is in Clayton County, and Clayton County is south of of Atlanta, of the city of Atlanta. So um, I'm an officer in uh, the metro Atlanta uh, area. Uh, I've been a cop uh, for 11 years. I've been with the City of Marlboro for a year. Before that, I was with uh, Clayton County Sheriff's Office for 10 years. I was uh, on Warren's Division. I was on uh, an undercover vice agent, uh, undercover vice investigator, uh, mainly focusing on human trafficking, narcotics, um, uh, and the stuff on the lines with that. And um, after that, I was on the active shooter unit. After leaving the active shooter unit, I transferred to City of Morrow, where I've been at for the past year. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. That's an interesting area. I'm sure it's never a dull moment I've been out there. Yeah. It keeps me busy at times. I'm sure. Your posts are hilarious about your your interactions sometimes. Wow. Yeah. It's funny. Like you'd be amazed some of the characters I come across. I I would not doubt it. I would not doubt it. So before I get into the questions that um, some people have for you, um, it's, I think, what most people would want to know, what I thought of as soon as, you know, everything kicked off. I thought about all of my um, police officer friends, regardless of what their race was, how this is affecting their their mental health, how it's affecting, um, you know, how they feel about their profession um, yeah, just how they feel in general. So how is all of this making you feel and how are you dealing with um, it? I would say after watching that murder, that, uh, that modern day lynching, basically the same stuff that our, our parents and our grandparents witnessed. Um, I would say last week was rough. Um, I had a lot of different emotions uh, especially just viewing that and trying to 
understand how that happened and why did it happen and where did it happen and everything like that. But I would say I, I had every emotion last week between anger and uh, frustration. And I was pissed. I was crying. It was just a lot to try to try to absorb and try to understand while trying to still stay focused and still go to work. Because even after all that went down, uh, people like me, brothers like me, we still got to go to work. We still got to stay focused, stay stay vigilant, um, keep our head on swivel. Because even, even though we might be uh, going through some things like that, on that level, we still got a job to do. We still got to come to work. We still got to clock in, clock out. We still got to protect our citizens. We still got to take care of our community, take care of our our co-workers so it's basically we got to somehow push our emotions to the back burner to deal with what we got you know what I'm saying and what and and at the end of the day our job still got to get done you know what I'm saying like as sad as that horrible as it is that situation happened almost 2,000 miles from from where I actually work so it's sad, but we st- but we still got to dig down deep and still be able to get the job done. And it's sad that, that we have to act- actually have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, all cops across the board don't think the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like you said, uh, just when you are watching me on Facebook, I'm a different type of cop because I was mm-hmm. brought up different. You know what I'm saying? So, right. so a lot of people don't get to see that different side of cops because they're not friends or Facebook friends or, or they follow on social media or that, but but right. but but you, you me and you have not actually met in person, but you've seen some of the stuff I post on Facebook and just the stuff right. the, just the stuff I post on Facebook, it just it just shows that not all cops are like that. Um right. like all the cops that I know that I've known these eleven years were disgusted of of the of the shit that we saw in Minnesota, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's 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 beyond even police training, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's not even police training. That's that's more common sense, more than the police right. training. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It just it just it was a lot to take in, and we still taking it in day by day, and and it just sure. it just it just hard. And it makes it even harder being me me being a black man and me being a cop. You know what I'm saying? Cause, yeah, cause we're getting we're getting both sides. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. it's that black and blue uh, struggle. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm a black man first, I'm a cop after. Right. You know what I'm saying? But right. but at the end of the day, all the cops that I've come across with, worked with for years, worked nights, worked hours and hours. I've worked with a lot of good brothers and a lot of good uh, uh, white cops, a lot of white females, a lot of. I work with a little bit of everybody in these eleven years, so it's sad to say that only thing people are seeing are the negative cops. Because there's a lot of awesome, amazing cops that I mm-hmm. work with at the sheriff's office. There's a lot of amazing cops and supervisors that I work with at the city of Morrow. But the only fact is. You won't know how amazing or how great they are at doing their job because we're doing our job. 
You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. like the news doesn't tell tell the 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 great stories of what we do on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? The only reason you know what I do on a daily basis is because I post it on Facebook. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, good and bad, I post it on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Just so everybody can get get an understanding that I am human. I'm a black man. I do make mistakes. I'm not perfect. I do like to have fun. I do like to tell jokes. But at the end of the day, I'm still a cop. I'm still going to take care of my job. I'm still going to do my job, take care of my people, take care of my community. Whether you're white, black, green, yellow, it doesn't matter. If you if you human, I'm gonna take care of you. I got your back no matter what. It's it's just sad to say that the image of law enforcement, you know what I'm saying, today, you know, on on social media, on the news, they depict us as evil people. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad, it's horrible, you know what I'm saying? Because the only way to weed out these bad cops is something like this happens. You right. know what I'm saying? But it's been a rough week, you know what I'm saying? Like right now we I think we were on day ten since the uh, since the incident happened. Mm-hmm. So, but it's been rough, you know what I'm saying? But I've been getting through it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How how has it been going to work? Zenny, you got activated um early because of the uh protest, right? Yeah, we um yeah, we got activated uh, I was off. This past weekend was my off weekend. But mm-hmm. um we got that activation text message everybody report to work now <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah. like, everybody report to work now and it was and and all it was we, uh, we basically got set up and just waiting for it wasn't even us getting set up for protests we was getting mm-hmm. set up for for looters and and rioters mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it, it wasn't no no um, peaceful protests that we got information on. Mm-hmm. We got information on they coming to our city to loot and riot. Mm. To basically be uh, how it was in Atlanta. I don't know if you saw the, the picture. I did. Yeah. I did. And uh, Keisha Lance Bottom said what she said, okay? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> she said what she said. Like, like, I don't know if you saw what happened at Lennox Mall. No, like, no. Okay. Yeah, check out. Go, go ahead and go to Google that. What, what they did to Lennox Mall? They ain't just selling selling Gucci shoes and chains. Oh and, like I'm saying, like they 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 bum rushed Lennox Mall and stole everything. So, oh so we just got information saying the same thing that it was coming to our city. So we was more uh, proactive, with getting ready for them to come to stop everything. So it wasn't no issues. But the whole fact is like. It's gonna be a never-ending story if situations like last week continue to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. shit is getting old. Yeah. Sorry for yeah. <laughs> oh, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, my bad. Um, um, wow. And I was just gonna ask you: Have have you worked any of the peaceful protests in Atlanta? Or has there not been any peaceful protests in Atlanta? I haven't. I haven't worked any any uh, any protests. Okay. I'm, I'm dealing with the backlash. Yeah, that's scary. But but like but but I I have seen on the um on our social media and the news that there are peaceful protests happening. So mm-hmm. I don't want to give nobody the wrong impression like it's not happening. It's peaceful protests going on everywhere. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I, just, I just haven't been a part of it because um, they haven't uh, organized a planned one in, in my in my jurisdiction. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I um I did post earlier. I had seen several pictures of the uh, protests. One of the peaceful protests is in Augusta, Georgia. Um, but I guess someone was doing a live stream and then they caught pictures of the live stream and there were so many police officers laying on the ground with the protesters you know it was a it was a really powerful picture you know like um you know like they're saying i'm human too i get it you know we're just just peaceful yep and um, i saw that picture i've been seeing a lot of pictures of cops taking a knee um cops laying down their shields Cops mm-hmm. laying down, you know what I'm saying, just to show the humility mm-hmm. of the situation, right. to, to, to humanize what's going on. Because, right. like, at the end of the day, a lot of people got to understand, us cops, we got to do our job. Our job mm-hmm. is to protect and serve the community. Mm-hmm. Like, the reason why I have to protest over that, just to make sure everything's good. Like, we're not there to try to mess up anything, try to shut you down from speaking, because you, you have the right to speak What's mm-hmm. on your mind? You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna right. let we're gonna let everybody say everything you what you want to say. Cause at the end of the day, we feel the same exact way you feel. Right. You, you know, know what I'm human. Like right. we, like we ain't robots. Like we me personally, everything that's coming out of everybody's mouth about everything that's going on, I feel you a hundred percent. But at the end of the day, I still have to put on this uniform. Right. I still have to take care of my people, take care of my community. Right. At the end of the day, the job still has to get done, no matter what's going on around the world. Right. You know, you have. Um, I know. I know. There's. There's both 2.0, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then the little one is a boy, right? Am I, did I get that right? The baby's a boy. Okay. All right. So you have two sons. 2.0 is funny though. Y'all, he got his daddy's clippers one time. When I tell you, I cried laughing so hard. And and I I cried real tears laughing at him. I felt so bad. His spirit was so amazing because he just smiled his way through it. So, so when it come to him, he, him, his name is Nasir, but we call him Nas. But but everybody, my bros and all my front brothers and all my coworkers, they, they call him Bo 2.0. Um, uh-huh. I got my son; he's one. His name is Asa. That's Bo 3.0. So when Ace, when when with, uh, with Nas, after he got a hold of my clippers and, and took his hairline all the way back to the back of his damn head. Like, <laughs> it was one of those situations it was like, hey, bro, uh, you want me to take it to the barber shop to get that fixed? No, nah, I'm good. You can't get that fixed. I said, so you don't want to get it fixed? No, nah, I'm good. It'll grow back. So, so, so the reason, so if you look at the bigger picture of that, mm-hmm. how, how I'm raising my, how we're raising our boys. Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's all jokes, you know what I'm saying? It's, I post a lot of jokes on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But then there's a lot of stuff I want people to understand. I need you to really focus 
and understand why I post certain things so you can mm-hmm. think think more broader mm-hmm. you know, and do more thinking when it comes to stuff that I post. All right, right. So, so if you think about my son being a young black man in Atlanta, mm-hmm. him get to a point where him pushing his hairline to the back of his damn head and still does not care about going out in public that get any type of uh, criticism about his head from strangers, mm-hmm. friends. He's to a point that he is so unbothered how people feel about him. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You feel what I'm saying? So yes. the way I'm raising him is that can't nobody hurt your spirit. You see what I'm saying? Right. Can't right. nobody take you down. Can't nobody kill your, kill your dream. Can't nobody do anything to you but you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So with him, it's like, it's like, shoot, man. Yeah, my hairline jacked up. He'll grow back. And the way he is, like, like when I was roasting him about his hairline, he was he kicked it back. Like, how you even roast me about my hairline? You ain't got a hairline. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> but, so he's already ready to throw a jab back after me mm-hmm. jabbing at him. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I'm raising my son as a black man to be able to take any, any type of anything that comes his way. You feel what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you can, lot, you can see it in his spirit. A lot of parents try to uh, try to uh, um, I'm trying to think. A lot of parents basically try to uh, sh- uh, shield their parent, their, their 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 kids from from reality of the streets and people, whatever. They nah, I'm gonna send you out just like that and see what you get. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay, <man. laughs> All right. Yeah, <laughs> if you good, if you good, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, but it, 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 all it is is me trying to raise my son to 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 be a strong black man, no matter what. Yeah, I love it. So, and and that was um, my point in bringing him up. <laughs> I just couldn't, I couldn't resist that hairline story. That was just, I needed that laugh that day. I literally cried. I was laughing so hard. But um, how you think I felt when I saw it? <laughs> I know you did. I know. I, you know, those there's, there's these moments as parents. I feel like sometimes you just got to walk away. Cause you know you don't want to laugh in their face, you don't want to cry in their face. You just gotta walk away. I would have walked away and cried nah, laughing. Nah. And come back five minutes later. I had to. I'm a, this is hard. I'm gonna laugh in your face. I'm gonna laugh in your face. <laughs> and then and then I'm gonna put your face on my shirt. You didn't see that, did you? Oh, I didn't see that. Oh my goodness, you, you didn't see my face. Oh Lord, and you he had my, this is hard. You didn't okay, see I mean, my y'all. His head, his hairline was all the way back. Okay, all the way back. Bless his heart. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go look for that shirt now. I'm gonna but, um, okay, so with having you know um, a young black man growing up in Atlanta, how do you? And then also being a cop, how do you have these conversations with him about his safety? Um, the perception uh, and and just the the current events of the nation right now. Well, I think our well our conversation is a little different from anybody else's household, just because his whole family is cops. Excuse me, his whole family oh, wow. is cops. His grandpa was in the military. His uncles in the 
his uncle's a cop, his cousin's a cop, you know what I'm saying? My niece is a cop, you know what I'm saying? Like, my brother's a cop. It's like, every, he all he knows is a lifestyle of military and cops. Okay. So, our so even with his his uh his cousins who are here also, I got um I got my brother's kids because he's he's on high alert in Tallahassee as the police because that oh, wow. the capital. So I got his kids down here with me. So just mm -hmm. the the conversations that we have are a lot different from the conversations that a normal parent would have with the stuff that's going on nationwide. True. Um, True. I got to be a little bit more. Uh, uh, I, I wouldn't say imaginative, but I gotta go about it a little different than other parents. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what what I try to do, um, like for instance, uh, I posted something on Facebook. It was a scene from Family Matters. You remember that scene from Family Matters back in the day when when yeah. Eddie, Eddie got pulled over by the two white cobs and yeah, uh, that, that whole situation. You remember mm -hmm. the episode? Well, I let them watch. Yeah, I but I let them watch that clip. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I let them write how they feel about it. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. after they write how they feel mm -hmm. about it, we talk about it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So it's basically like I give them scenarios and let them see what's going on, and I let them write about it. You know what I'm saying? Because right. some kids are able to express themselves a lot better mm -hmm. writing than talking you know what I'm saying right. you know what I'm saying because right. I know it's a it's a touchy subject because all my all my son's friends all his football player teammates all his mm -hmm. track teammates they parents ain't cops yeah you know so he's getting a different perspective on cops because the cops the perspective he gets from cops is my daddy's a cop my brother's a cop all my dad's friends are cops I don't think to the house. I hang out with them. I've been with them for the past 11 years. I've been a cop for 11. He's 11. So all he knows mm. are cops. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So he's getting an entire different perspective and opinion when it comes to cops. Because all right. the cops you know, love them. All the cops he you know call them both 2.0. They take them <laughs> out. They hang out with them. They play football with them. He knows he spend the night with them. That's all the cops he he don't know the cops right. that other kids see on social media. Cops right. killing black men. You know what I'm saying? He don't know that side. So I gotta be creative with getting to see that this shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Because right. not all cops aren't good. All cops are here to protect us and take care of us. You know what I'm saying? Because he doesn't know that. Unless... Right. You know what I'm saying? Because all he know is all the cops he known for 11 years, shoot, shoot, they love him to death. And they take care of him right. like, like like that's their own kid. Because right. I've been with these cops for years. You know what I'm saying? We take trips mm -hmm. together. You know what I'm saying? We go on vacation together. We barbecue together. You know what I'm saying? When we go go out to the parties and clubs and hang out. And mm -hmm. That's what we do for years. And our families... Right. Intermingle with each other all the time, so it's oh, like sure. yeah. so to take to basically try to change the narrative of cops out there killing folks. He was, but if you ask Nas, shoot the cop I was just with just just bought me Chick Fil A. 
You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so the narrative, the perspective of the kids his age are seeing is totally different. So I, I got to come at him a little different. You know what I'm saying? Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. It, it's so good for him to have a completely different perspective, oh, yeah. you know, of cops, because I'm sure that even when he's around people who, you know, don't come from that world, he's able to have dialogue in his own kid way. You know what I mean? To, to show like, Hey, all, all cops aren't bad. You know, look at my dad, look at my uncles, my cousins, you know, I'm around them all the time. All all the time. So that's why I post a lot on Facebook. So you can see like, look, I'm human. Just like y'all. I tell jokes just like y'all. I roast you every day, all day. Just, just so you know that, Outside this badge and uniform, yo, I'm still, I'm still both. I don't go by mm-hmm. my first name. I don't like getting called by my last name. I just want y'all to know. Look, at the end of the day, yo, I'm both. I'm both in uniform. I'm both out of uniform. I'm, I'm that's still that Sigma man, still trying to have a good time. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna get my job done. But folks gotta understand, it ain't, it ain't all of us. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot of amazing cops nationwide that are doing their job that you don't know mm-hmm. nothing about. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. we're doing our, look, like for me, if, for instance, I'm, like, I'm doing a lot of, I'm doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'm doing a lot of stuff that I post on Facebook, but you, but people in Florida or Alabama won't know about it because it's not national news. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. me helping, me helping my community, me hanging with the, the boys and with the kids on the block, me working out with random people, just work like you won't see none of that because it's national news. So just because you don't see it don't mean it's not happening. You know what right. I'm saying? It's happening in every police department. It's brothers like me just in every police department national, national, nationally, period. You know what I'm saying? White cops, black cops, like we're doing our job and just because you don't hear about it is a reason you're not hearing about it because we're doing our job. Right. <laughs> the only time you don't, the only time you do hear about it is when we F up and you see it on full display. Oh, this cop, this cop F'd up. Now right. let's, now let's throw all the cops in the category. They all, they all toxic. They all evil. What? Mm-hmm. How is that even possible? Like, right. like, like you, you basically can't, just throw everybody in one category. Say all cops are evil. No, right. right. You know what I'm saying? It just it just sucks. It is that way. But but I just like at the end of the day, I still I still gonna be myself. I'm still gonna act the way I act. Like you either gonna like me or hate me. It is what it is. Right. Right. I hate that they lump all of you into that category because I know I know the the cop friends that I know or even people that I know who are cops through social media are some of the most amazing people who genuinely care for everybody, their community, you know, their families. Um, I, I think in my lifetime, I've only met one cop that was questionable where I was actually really fearful um, of what he would do. But more often than not, um, I've met most of the most amazing people who are police officers. There's a lot of amazing cops, man. Like, I don't mm-hmm. met, 
so many cops being in this field in Metro Atlanta period, especially when I was working on Vice, because we used to work with outside agencies in Metro Atlanta. So mm-hmm. everybody I came in contact with, man, all they all thing they really all thing they about is doing their job and doing their job well. Right. It just it's just a select few that mess it up for everybody we back to square one. Right. Right. <laughs> and it pisses me and it pisses me off. Cause I feel like everything we've been doing the right way it just it's just it's just like is it's irrelevant, it's trash now, cause now we back to square one cause some idiot uh, up uh, up in Minnesota or wherever don't know how to do their damn job. Right. Right. Well, I do have some questions from social media. Um, I'd ask people, if you could ask a cop of any race, what would you ask them? And of course, for, um, I don't like, I don't like saying black and white and African American. I just say chocolate, vanilla, caramel, pecan. Like it just, if we're all flavors, we're all amazing and just different. I am and I like to eat, so. So I asked him if you could ask a chocolate cop anything, what would it be? So here's here's one. Uh, um, do you feel more unsafe as a black man in law enforcement in that you are a black man, but many people of the same race feel you are on the wrong side, quotation marks, and fellow officers are offending against people that look like you? I think I understood what that meant. There's some typos in there. Do you understand that question? Nah. <laughs> After when I read it, when I read it to myself, it kind of made sense, and then I read it out loud. I'm like, no. Oh, so what? So, is, but, is, is, yeah, is, I think she's asking. Do I feel unsafe me being a, a black? Yeah, huh? yeah. Do you feel okay? I get what she's saying now. Do you feel unsafe being a police officer who's a black man, knowing that there's a black people who feel like you're on the wrong side? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Do I feel unsafe? Unsafe. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's gonna be, it is what it is type thing. Um, it's gonna be fight or flight mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't please everybody. Like I actually had somebody go off on me in my inbox that I need to quit my profession. So, oh. so, so basically, I, I guess this kind of might be kind of relevant to that question. So mm-hmm. I, I try to get the people to understand. So just because I'm black and but well well you said chocolate but just because i'm a, <laughs> I'm a chocolate melanated cop you want me to quit my job quit my profession to take care of my family to provide for my family and kids you want all black cops to quit to leave the cops you don't like in the first place so you want cops that don't look like you that don't understand you or where you're coming from mm-hmm. you want cops who are racist not all cops I'm just saying but right. you want all these cops to protect the community but you want all your, your cops that look like you to quit you just defeat the purpose right <laughs> The whole purpose. The whole, the whole purpose. The whole purpose is for us to understand, for cops to understand everything that's going on. I understand right. 100%. So the best person to understand where you're coming from 
is people that look like you. Oh, but I could be wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have been black for 36 years. I don't know. I could be. I don't know. I don't know. No, I mean, the first, the first thing that, that came to my mind when you said that even was thinking about how long has it been, as I'm sure it hasn't been that long since um, African-American men and women were allowed to be in the police force, period. Be in law enforcement, you know? period. Cause look, right. a, lot, a lot of people like to throw history facts at me, talking about you know where the police came, where the uh, where they came from, and what they used to do with us. Yeah, no. Here's why I got into the profession. Mm-hmm. Like, folks always talk about change and uh, what can we do to change the narrative and and mm-hmm. uh, why cops don't treat us right. Uh, that's why people like me got into the profession mm-hmm. to change the narrative, to do our right. job correctly, to give y'all a different perspective on how cops are and should be, whether they on duty or off duty. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. that's the only reason I got into this, this profession. You know what I'm saying? Like I grew up in South Georgia. I grew up 20 miles from where and from Brunswick. You did, mm-hmm. right? You know what happened in Brunswick, so it's mm-hmm. South Georgia. But the cops I came across were were, were assholes. <laughs> no, <laughs> so and, and, and then I went to college in in Valdosta, where some of the cops were assholes there too. So it's like, so instead of be instead of being so so f the police. After police, man, they treated me so bad. And we'll, 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 yeah, they treated you bad. They treated me bad. They treated everybody bad, especially in Georgia. But what you gonna do about it? I'm not, I'm not really big on crying about it and being arguing about it and being mad and frustrated about it. I just had to do something about it. And what I felt is the best thing to do about it is become a cop. Hey, y'all, all cops ain't bad. Is it from right. if, if I can become a cop, Coming from from the frat boy life, <laughs> <laughs> in undergrad, you know what I'm saying? Like the like the Sigma life in undergrad, and you become a cop, you know what I'm saying? Like just just to give y'all a different, that's just a different view, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like folks know me from back in college, you know what I'm saying? And I'm and I'm exactly the same way I was in college, the same way I'm uh, while I'm at work, right? You know I mean, but. Right. I don't know if I answered your question or not. Oh, you did. You did. <laughs> um, the The next question is, do you feel that there's anything the general public can do to... No, no, not the general public. I'm, I'm adding words to her. Do you feel that there's anything that you can do to address inequality, injustice, and or the ineptitude of fellow law enforcement? Anything that I can do? Yeah what I'm doing now <laughs> sure. expressing sure. expressing that basically explaining what's going on you know what I'm saying right. Just, right. just bringing it to the to the forefront that what's going on I ain't trying to hide it I ain't trying to cover it up this shit is happening right. and it's happening everywhere around the nation so I ain't trying to hide it yeah it's all bad right. you know what right. I'm saying so, so the best way I can do it, if you ask me a question, I'm gonna answer it. Just like you just asked me, yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, there's, there's, I, I really don't know what I can do to fix it. Mm-hmm. But what I can do is tell you it's happening and it's not fair. Um, mm-hmm. But all I can do, you know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of people ask me, how, how, how can I stop it? How can I fix it? And I can't even answer that. Like, Right. Like that was your next question. Like, actually, like, what do you recommend non-law enforcement folks to do to address the same thing? Just bring it to the forefront. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it comes to these cops, these cops that's doing all these outlandish things around the nation. You know what I'm saying? These cops were already bad before they came cops. These cops were already racist before they became cops. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these is them being themselves in uniform. Just like, that's all it is. Just like I was the same way when I was an undergrad, the way I am now. If you racist on Monday, you're damn sure gonna be racist on Friday. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, people gotta get understand these folks already the way they are before they get the badge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's sad that you won't know until they show their true colors. And by the time they show their true colors, it might be too late. Right. Right. That's very true. Um, the next question we have is um, someone that wants to know if you feel pressured to make decisions by your white colleagues. That was a question? Yes. Do you feel pressured to make decisions oh, by oh, your white colleagues? Okay, I thought, it was more, <laughs> I thought it was more to it. It's okay. Uh, no. Um, like, when it comes to situations, especially at my job, uh, my agency, um, if it's your scene, it's your incident, it's your case. You make whatever decision you want to. If you want, you fellas, if you want to charge them with this, it's up to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. a lot of agencies... Whoever, whoever the first one, basically, whoever the first one there, that's your baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like as far as my supervisor, if some, if something I might not know, I might ask them, what do they suggest? Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've only been a police officer for a year, but I've been in law enforcement for 11 years. So, right. sheriff's office, police departments are two totally different entities. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So mm-hmm. I'm still learning the police officer side from the from the deputy sheriff side. Mm-hmm. So if it's something I don't know, hey Sarge, ALT, uh, how y'all feel about this? Well, well you could do this. All right, let me check it out. I go go to my code sections, my my law book. All right, yeah, that work. Boom. If I'm saying right. as far as uh, Bo, uh, Braxton, I need you to charge him with this. Man, that man, man that don't happen in real life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that don't happen in real life. <laughs> well, well, I know, and, I know and, and, in, my, in my job, it don't happen. But I can't speak on everybody else's, but as far as my supervisors, my supervisors give us all leeway to do our job. It's their right. job to supervise. Supervisors do what? They supervise. It's my job right. to take care of business. It's their job to supervise and to answer any questions if I have some. 
if I'm right. But right. But now I don't feel pressure from nobody. I do what I want. <laughs> but but right. I, but I do what I want and by according to the law. So right. No, I, I don't want to get, no, get nobody misconstruing my words. But I say I do what I want. I do what I want based on within the law. Within the law. Right. This next one is a is a deep breath one. Um, do you feel that the riots and violence are getting the point across that Black Lives Matter? <laughs> I know that's a that's an interesting one. Being a black man and be being a cop, yeah. Um, I think the protests are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 in full support of the protests. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm not. I don't support the the riots and the the looting because, right. like, the people that are doing the riots and looting, they're forgetting the main objective. They're forgetting the the narrative. They're forgetting the the whole reason of the protest. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're right. forgetting that. Um, especially like for instance, the whole breaking into Lenox Mall. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does Gucci? And Jerry and Jordan's got to do with <laughs> got to do with the subject matter. So, right. but breaking into uh, Target and Walmart, stealing flat screens <laughs> and cell phones, it's breaking into Apple, stealing iPhones. Like, what does that have to do with the with the the, the problem? Like, it's just. I think the pro the protests are doing this job, but the riots and the stealing is 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 taking away right. the focal point. The, it's taking right. away the problem. Right. You know what I'm saying, and it's sad because, but it's sad. It's it's just sad, man. It is. I, I see. I I see why they're doing it because. It's the land of opportunity. Right. Like, folks got a chance to go steal some stuff, they're going to go steal it. <laughs> but it's just right. sad. <laughs> it, it just sad that it is that way. But, but yeah, later on the day, just Google Linux malls and check that out. <laughs> I, I saw more videos and pictures, so I didn't click on it, but whoa. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, that's crazy. Now, now what does. Breaking the Linux mall got to do with anything. Not a daggone thing. What Not is, a damn thing. What is you running out with eight pairs of J's got to do with this man being murdered on uh, on social media? Right. And you're taking you're, advantage. Of taking advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you come 200 deep to the mall, we can't stop all of y'all. We probably stop right. some of y'all, but we can't stop everybody, man. It just sucks right. that people are taking advantage of a situation like this. Yeah. It it takes away. I saw um, a video about two hours ago of a lady in New York. Um, um, a black lady in New York who it was a bunch of um, looters around. I can't even say they're protesters. They they must the way she went off, they must have been they must have been looting and looting and rioting. And um, she was cursing them out. She's like, you come over here into this neighborhood, you know, and you're tearing stuff up where, 
you know, it's low income. We have to live here. These homeless people can't charge their phones. You know, now you're messing up our, our bus stops. You know which one I'm talking about? And and it was so, it was so Mm-hmm. Yeah, I seen that last night. She was going off, talking um, talking to the public about them breaking all the um, little phone phone charging mm-hmm. for the homeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and she was just saying like you know you you don't you know I'm I'm all for the protesting but have a plan and by the way are you registered to vote you know don't don't <laughs> don't come down here tearing up our community and then you go home to your comfy homes and then, it's funny right the folks that's breaking in that's doing looting and and looting and then uh, riding they don't even live there no folks don't they even live and and <laughs> looting riot. Some folks don't live nowhere near where they uh tear stuff up at. That's crazy. So so after they get done tearing stuff up, where they go? Back back to where they live at. That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, I have to ask since we have you here. Uh-huh. Um, there's been a lot of conversation about how most most of us are nervous or afraid when we get pulled over. So as a as a black man and as a as a black cop, if a person of color is pulled over, what do you recommend is the best way for them to handle the situation? Uh, so I, so that's probably like the number one question. I'm sure <laughs> uh, I get asked that question from my frat brothers, sorority sisters, homies, homegirls, uh, kids. Like, what do I feel like if? <laughs> Alright, and it's the most simplest thing. Like like people gotta understand. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if the cop is, is an asshole, the cop is doing his job. Mm-hmm. The best thing to do is just be yourself and be calm. Mm-hmm. Just be calm, man. Like folks get so emotional. I know it's scary. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I promise you, not ninety-nine percent of the time. It's gonna be a simple infraction why they're pulling you over for. And you're gonna be on with your business. Like this. So um after the murder last week, like I said, the the job still has to be done at work. So right. for example, so me, the way I talk, I don't talk like a regular cop. Alright? Mm-hmm. So the way I talk to people is the same way I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying it doesn't change my verbiage, my words. I don't say I don't. I'm not politically correct, so I'm not a a, a, a public speaker. So I mm-hmm. talk the way I talk. Like I grew up like that. I grew up in the country. Like that's how we talk. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so last week I pulled over a brother. So it's night time is about like two o'clock in the morning. I pulled him over. He was going uh, 86 in a 65. On 75. You did? So, so he's going 21 miles per over. You speeding in Atlanta. We're going to pull you over. All right, so mm-hmm. I pull over on 75. Pull him over. And naturally, at night, you can't tell the officer black or white. Because right. the, the white lights, the blue lights, you can't mm-hmm. tell what color the cop is when you walk up to the car. Right. I get to the car. This dude got his hands on the on the ceiling. <laughs> his window down, and he got his hands on the ceiling. 
Mm-hmm. Are you good? I said, yeah, man, I'm good. Why you got your hands on the ceiling? He said, man, I just don't want to get shot, man. I said, why would you get shot? He said, man, I got a gun in the car. Oh, that's cool. Where your gun at? Right here on the left side of me. All right, and do me a favor, bro. You might step out of the car real quick so I can come get that. And you just step around to the back. All right. Brother gets out of the car, steps to the back. I go around the car to his driver's side. I get the car, the gun out of his driver door. I get the round out, take the mag out. Hey, bro, how you pop the trunk? Pops the trunk for me. I put the gun in the trunk. Hey, bro, you can have a seat now. You sure? Man, look, you good. Calm down. You good. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, people, well, let me say this, cops, some cops. I've been the, I've been doing this job for eleven years. Mm-hmm. People, I automatically think everybody has a gun on them already. Oh wow! If I'm saying, well, that's smart. like, because this is Georgia, I think everybody got a gun. I think everybody should have a gun on them. Everybody right. should be legally able to conceal a weapon to protect themselves, their family, and their, and their household. That's just me. I might be weird. But right. I'm automatically thinking you got a gun. I'm not afraid of people with guns. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm worried about people shooting them damn guns at me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't care if you got a gun. I wear that. All right, bro. All right, I'm going to put that in the back just for your safety so you can calm down. Because right. you're stressing me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, hey, bro, you stressing me out because the way you got your hands up. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, man, like, if folks just be themselves, there's a reason why the cop is pulling you over. Right. It don't matter if he's pulling you, if he pulling you over for being black or whatever. You feel as if he's being... Look, hell of that the right way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole point of this, if you get pulled over, man, the whole point is to get to get home to your family. Absolutely. Like me, I'm going home to my family. No matter what. I'm going home. You ain't telling me I ain't going home at the shift. I need everybody to have that same mind frame that you want to go home. So don't put yourself right. in an effed up situation just because you pissed off your ego. I feel as if I was racially profiled. You know what? You might, you might have been. But Fighting that right there ain't gonna get you nowhere. Fight that tomorrow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Pull up to the agency and say what well, say what he did. Start snitching. Cause you try to make a point right then and there, it, it ain't gonna work out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Tell folks, hey look, you ain't gotta talk to cops. Hey, I get your license and registration. Here you go. Where you going? Home. Right. The cop gonna be like, I'll be right back. He gonna write you a citation for whatever he pulled you over for. All right, I sign here. All right, that's it. All right, I'm gone. Right. You trying to have these long conversations and dialogues with cops at two, three o'clock in the morning for what? You still gonna get a citation? <laughs> like, man, me, man, if I be ready to go home, I don't be trying to have no long conversation with nobody. Like seriously, man. Like, folks be trying to, trying to 
cuts out the police and do all this extra stuff for what? All he's gonna do is call for backup. <laughs> That's true. For a disgruntled, uh, uh, pissed off driver. And then mm-hmm. we're gonna ask you to get out the car, and you're gonna be like, I'm not getting out the car. And then it's gonna be a whole nother ordeal. Because once right. we tell you to get out the car, and you don't get out the car, it's a whole nother situation. Right. Have you, speaking of not getting out the car, I don't know if you've seen this video, but it, it tickled me and you would understand why it tickled me, but it was a, is an older white lady, maybe 50 plus somewhere in there. And the police pulled her over because she had expired tags. Like they were expired for like a year. Um, and he tried to give her a ticket and she said, no, I'm not taking a ticket. <laughs> and she drove off. She drove off. And um, <laughs> she drove off. The cop caught up to her and yeah. tried to get her out of the car. And she's like, no, I'm not getting out of the car. Yeah, I remember. And, yeah, he finally got her out of the car and tased her. And then she's like, why did you tase me? And I, you know, I, I had the laugh to keep from crying about that situation because, you know, I felt like if, if it was if it was me or my mother, it probably wouldn't have went down that way. But seeing things like that and knowing what you know and being who you are, how do videos like that make you feel? How do you deal with that uh, in the general public when people ask you questions about the unfairness of other cops? Um, Like you said, that video kind of tickled me a little bit, but that's <laughs> At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? The cop, the cop did his job with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if if we have, if I'm pulling you over and I have a reasonable suspicion that you just committed a crime, whether it's traffic, whether whatever's going on with your car, if if I'm pulling you over for a reason and you drive off on me, that's a whole nother situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it takes it takes your your traffic ticket to a, a criminal charge. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you just went from a, a simple traffic ticket you can pay online to actually going to jail. Because, look, cause a lot of people don't know this. All right. So, if you get put over for any type of traffic offense, mm-hmm. did you know we have the option of taking you to jail or not for speeding? No, no, I didn't know that. I thought, no. you know, over no. a certain speed limit, yes, but no. generally no. If, if you violate any type of law in the state of Georgia, whether it's traffic or not, we have the option of taking you to jail. If you look wow. at the bottom of a citation for a ticket, you have to sign, correct? Mm-hmm. You are signing in lieu of bail. I do remember it saying that the one time I, I got it. One time you was going 40 over? Yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't going 40 over. <laughs> but, 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 seriously, but seriously, though, on a citation, we have the option of taking it. It's just that we just don't. Wow. Basically, is, we make you sign because it's saying that you're going to, it's basically saying, I promise I'm going to come to court or I promise I'm going to take care of the citation. Instead of right. taking you to jail. That's why uh, you ever heard in the past when when, uh, when people say uh, if a cop tell you to sign a ticket, you don't have to. 
You heard that before? I don't think I've ever heard that before. It's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> don't ever tell a cop. <laughs> don't ever tell a cop you ain't signing him his citation. Cause, cause, cause why? Cause now we are taking away our first option of letting you what sign. So yeah. now we go into Plan B of taking you to jail because we are legally able to take you to jail for a trap offense. That's why right. we tell people sign an X, sign yeah. in, because it's in lieu of bail. A lot of people don't know that. That's why we tell no. people. Yeah, that's why I tell people. I mean, just sign a ticket. If you want to fight it, fight it in court. If not, just pay it. Who cares? It's a traffic. Right. It's traffic. Who cares? Right. How do you feel about? Um, I'm sure you've seen videos of people training their their sons, especially you know, oh, yeah. if they get pulled over, how to handle that situation. With my son, man, just how do I handle it? Just man, just look, man. <laughs> And everybody just be cool and just relax and just don't do too, so much. Like, all right, for instance, I'm not a scary cop. I've never mm-hmm. been a scary person. Mm-hmm. You have scary people that's in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. You making them nervous. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were scary. I don't want to make anyone nervous with a gun. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they were scary. Like before they got the badge, and now they scary with a badge. Oh, true. You know what I'm saying? Like, just calm down, man. Like, just give these folks what they want, so these folks can out your face. Mm-hmm. Oh man, hey, I need the license, man. Ah, right, here you go. You need so do you think it? Do you think it's? Um, I don't want to say excessive, but do you think it's a not necessary for like some people feel like when they they get pulled over, they put you know. Um, I had a, a, a person I interviewed yesterday. She said she tells her kids, roll all the windows down, um, you know, put your hands on the steering wheel and just like, don't move, don't say anything. Um, and I understand that level of fear, but do you feel yeah. like in in it's, general, and, and is what, all of that necessary, do you feel? I wouldn't say it's necessary, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell nobody not to do it because mm-hmm. just like that gentleman I spoke to last week, after it, he was nervous because he didn't know what he was about to get, get himself into. So what I had right. to do, hey, brother, calm down. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, when me being, me knowing what's going on nationwide, I like to get put people at ease for them to relax. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, calm down, bro. Look, it's a citation. You a speed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't knock it. If, 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 I, if, if you... If you want to do anything to make yourself feel comfortable, I say do it. But when I come in contact with you, and look, calm down. We good. It's just a citation. Now give me your right. license. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Last, like, <laughs> right. Right. I think this is my last question as of now, but um, how do you feel in this age with, with social media and, and camera phones being you know, it. a necessity. How do you feel about um, people recording themselves and or recording you when they get pulled over I or having... Hey, look, uh, let, me uh, let me tell you why I love it. You record me means that mean I'm about to go viral doing something. And I'm about to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you about to see all this melanated chocolate I'm trying to... <laughs> oh, like, 
But but honestly, seriously though, like I, us cops, we record ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, but if you record me, that means you gonna post it on Facebook, post it on Instagram, of what this cop just did. Mm-hmm. But when they, but nine times out of ten, they ain't gonna post it. Right. Because the interaction that's with me is not social media worthy. Right. It's not newsworthy that this cop was telling jokes while giving me a ticket. This cop came out with a smile on his face. You know what I'm saying? This dark chocolate German melanated bald head <laughs> massive man of a man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously though, man, like, like, it's not newsworthy, man. Like, I don't got an issue, man. I don't got people put cameras in my face. Hey, bro. Hey, man. Hey, hey, sis. This is my good side. I got something to mind. What's up? I'm good. I'm fine. Or oh, nah. You know what I'm like, bro, I don't care. Like, record me. I don't right. care. Like, either way. I'm recording myself, so you record me is doing what? It's just putting more emphasis. That's what it's it's good cops out here. But you ain't right. gonna post that though. You ain't gonna post right. the good cops. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if you saw it. Uh, you saw that uh the video of the Atlanta cop with the little shield, the little the little cop. He like he like five seven, five six. No, I didn't see oh, that one. Man. This dude had a camera in his face roasting him because this dude was, this cop is little and uh, he's like a little baby shield, like a little crock pot top <laughs> for for a riot shield. And the dude was was roasting him and the cop was just laughing, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the side of stuff that I like to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm going to do my job. I'm still going to be myself. You know what I'm saying? The cop was laughing because his shit was funny. Like, like, like his shield was little. He is like five six. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, right. it, it's just stuff like that, man. That like folks get so uh, get their ego so involved with getting recorded. Like, who cares? Record me. Post right. about me. So, because because soon as you post it, everybody's gonna get a new narrative, a perspective. But God damn. There are some right. cool, cool cops out there. But nah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Right. I just got one more question coming in from my mom. Shout out to my mom who's who always listens to my podcast. Um, hey, mom. All right. <laughs> um, how do you suggest we bridge the gap going forward with trust and safety with police officers and individuals? It's not, it's not going to be on y'all. It's going to be on us. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Why you say that? It's not going to be your job to try to bridge the gap. It's going to be right now the untrust is not us not trusting y'all. It's y'all not trusting us. Right. In order for us to bridge the gap, it's going to be us taking a physical, uh, 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 way, you know what I'm saying, to bridge that gap. Like, we have to physically come up with a plan to bridge that gap. Um, it, it, it's not on the civilians, it's not on the citizens, it's on us, it's on all police officers nationwide to bridge that gap with their community. But what is going to be done is not try to bridge the gap nationally. Like, I'm not trying to bridge the gap nationally. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to get a different perspective, 
on what I'm trying to do. I want y'all mm-hmm. to see what I'm what I'm about. But each cop needs to take care of their own community. Right. If that makes sense. So right. if if me and my boys, me and my team are taking care of our community, our jurisdiction, the next county, next city over, they're doing the same thing. Right. So all it is is a domino effect. If you see me doing my job, I mean, you got to do your job and so on. Right. And you start from Georgia, it's going to go all the way to, uh, to California. But right. it's not going to take because I can't, I can't persuade nobody in Arizona. I can't persuade right. nobody in Texas to like cops, to feel comfortable with cops. You don't know me. You ain't gonna never going to see me. Then all you're going to see me is on Facebook. Right. But the citizens community that I come in contact with, oh, shoot, you know what? Man, Officer Braxton, he all right. But all cops ain't bad. Then you right. go to the next agency, next county, DeKalb County. All right. Deputy Edwards, he all right. All right. right. You go to another county. All right. You go to Fulton County. All right. Lieutenant Grady, he alright. And right. all this is a domino effect. If everybody do their job on one accord, if like even though the laws and the policies ain't the same, but to be human beings on one accord nationwide, that's gonna bridge the gap. Now but that's gonna be on every officer do their job, do their part. Right. So so when it comes to bridging the gap, it ain't on y'all. It's, it's our job to let y'all believe in us again. It's not it's not us. It's not the other way around. It's our job to make y'all believe that we are here for y'all. And me, I'm here for I'm here for I'm here for the people. Right. And and everybody I roll with, everybody in my cop circle, we're here for the people. Cause we didn't get in this job for the money. <laughs> for the- I don't think anyone co- is a police officer for the money. No. I don't. I don't think. You know, it's just like teachers. You don't, you can't do those jobs for the money. I love, I love my job. I love my people. Mm-hmm. I love the people I come in contact with. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, right. if, if everybody has that same notion, and even even the new cops that's coming in, if everybody has that same mindset, that you just want to take care of your people, then it, it's it's going to bridge that gap. So right now, right. me, everybody that knows me. I'm bridging that gap with the people that know me. Right. But everybody's not doing everything that I'm doing. But all it's gonna take is a little bit. If everybody do they if everybody do their job, it's not even their job. If everybody just be human. Right. And this whole bridging the gap thing is possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like that's like the number one thing always everybody asks me, yo, Bo man, what can we do to you know what I'm saying the the for everything to go back the way it was. Nah, man, we ain't trying to go back the way it was. Right. Because how it was, wasn't working. Wasn't working. <laughs> we, it wasn't working. We ain't going backwards, man. We need to go forwards. Like, folks talking about how to how go back the way it was. How was that? How, <laughs> right. how, that, how that work out for us? Nah, <laughs> man. <laughs> nah, right. man. Like, the whole point of this is, uh, is the build better relationships with the people that we police. No right. matter white, black, Asian, Hispanic, it don't matter. Your whole point is you is to build relationships with your community. Right. 
deal with the bad people, take them to jail, but your community, you gotta get, make sure that they have faith in you. And right. So that's just me. I don't know other cops feel that way, but it is what it is. <laughs> I think I think I think the the majority of them feel that way. Yeah. You know, you just don't see it, and that's why, like, anytime I see a video of a cop doing anything in their community, I'm gonna hit the share button. Like oh, the, um, oh, man, the man. cop, I can't remember where he was, but his he was depressed. He couldn't work out as a high school athlete. And so the cop came by every day and, and coached him and exercised with him every day, um, ran with him and, um, you know, seeing things like that where they're uplifting their community. Unfortunately, we don't see it enough, but you know it happens a lot. Like, it's the same thing. Like, like I saw I saw a post last month. Um, I haven't been able to get back with him just because of everything that's going on. But a couple of weeks ago, my sorority sister posted that her son got a full ride. I was saying to a, a very well-known college to play football, but he can't mm-hmm. work out. And just how about this? This one workout, this address, just bring it to me. He can work out with me because I'm real big into fitness. You know what I'm right. But just situations like that, um, if I see something, if I can help somebody with, then I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Um, right. Especially when it comes to fitness. Like a couple years ago, uh, like for instance, a couple years ago, I got a call. I got a disturbance call of about eight cars doing donuts in the parking lot. Kids doing donuts. I, mm-hmm. I pull up, turn my lights on, everybody jump in the car. Uh, uh, everybody gets scared. I got the car. And I was like, look, man. Hey, fellas. Y'all keep in for a second. Hey, look. I understand y'all want to do this with y'all cars, but y'all got to take this somewhere else. If I'm saying, like, come on, bro, y'all ain't doing donuts in, the, in these people parking lot. All right, all right, man, yeah, 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 you right, you right, you right. I was like, man, y'all have a good day. As I was walking off, it's, one dude was like, damn, you swole. <laughs> it was like, it was like, it was like, it's like, how much you bitch? I said, why? Because he know, he was like, yeah, you know, I be working out too. He said, how many push-ups can you do? But you don't want this, man, but you don't want none of this beef. Man, they said, I said, how about this? So I made a bet with him. I said, look, if you can do more push-ups than me, I'll let y'all do some more donuts for like five more minutes. Oh, wow. I bet. <laughs> I'm going to tag you in this video. I'm, uh, <laughs> I said, if you can do more push-ups than me, if you can do more push-ups than me, then I'll let y'all do, more, do, do some more donuts for like five more minutes. Wow. How do you think that worked out for them? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You give them a, other cops might pull up there cussing and screaming. Look, the way my voice is, I can't yell. I'm not a yeller. I'm not a screamer. I'm not about to be arguing with you back and forth. I'm just going to ask you to do something, and that's it. I'm not about to be arguing with nobody. So, right. so just to see them, just to get, for them to see that different aspect. Of officers' conduct, conduct, you know what I'm saying? It just it makes all this, it makes this whole situation uh, right. great to be in this field. Yeah, yeah. We got one more question that came in, and then I promise I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> Do you feel that it's important to reevaluate the training of officer public safety? Um, 
Well, but the, the, well, the training, to a certain extent, is basically the same across the board. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that people just don't know what the hell they're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that, that makes sense. Like, like, all, like last week, all cops know once you get them in handcuffs, it's over. You roll them over right. on their side, stand them up, sit them on their butt, put them in the car. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's training we learn in the academy. Mm-hmm. That's not nothing that, that, and then that's more common sense wise. Right. Yo, I can't breathe. You feel what I'm saying? Like, if you can't breathe, you got to put them in a, in a position where you can breathe. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's part of training, but then some type of common sense has to kick in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of our training is damn near the same across the board. Every cop, you, you can talk to any cop. Once you get them in handcuffs, you roll them over on their side, sit them on their butt so they can breathe, or you stand them up, put them in the car. Man. I don't know what the hell they got. I don't know what the hell they were doing out there, but it's standard yeah. procedure. All it was, they got them egos got involved. Yeah, clearly. For it to be four of them on on him after he's already detained, I can't. It's over, man. Like, like folks got these cops gotta take the emotions out of this, man. Like, 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 for, look. If folk, if cops take the emotions out of this job, this job will be so much easier for folks. Like, situations like this wouldn't happen. Like, all right. So, I'm weird like this, <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny when I tell folks, right? If you if you if you a perp and you you know you're a perp, uh, a perp is a perpetrator. Perpetrator. So mm-hmm. if you committed a crime, I expect you to run from me. <laughs> <laughs> so now so now as a cat and mouse type thing, I know you're gonna run, so it's my job to chase you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now it's a foot chase, and now it's a game to me. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if I can right. catch this. I wonder if my old butt can catch him. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't catch him. <laughs> that boy's fast. I didn't catch him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. like if he's fast, and he's fast. Like, it's just a story I get to tell my boys. Like, look, bro, that 18-year-old boy got, boy, he got the hell on. I ain't gonna lie. He got the hell on. <laughs> he got the hell on. Boy, that boy got them wheels. With them good lungs, but these old knees ain't gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but 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 at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, if you a criminal, that's what they do. They run. Right. I'm not gonna get mad because you're running. <laughs> right. You, you doing what criminals do? They run. Right. And as, as our jobs is to be physically fit enough to go chase them, and when right. we get them, take your emotions out of it. Get him in the handcuffs and take him to jail. Like there's no that training is the same thing. Somebody okay. commit a crime. The whole job, the whole point is to get him in handcuffs, secure mm-hmm. them, and transport them. It's right. it's the same across the board. No matter what state, what city you in, you detain them, you investigate, you put him in custody, and you transport. If they're right. hurt, you render aid, 
you keep it moving. Right. If someone someone wanna, uh, I can't breathe. I want to talk to a, a a doctor. I need to go to the hospital. It's easy. Call for the call for the paramedic. Paramedic come. Is something wrong with him? No, he's fine. The paramedic said you're fine. So the liability goes from who? Liability goes from, from, the, from um, the paramedic. Paramedic says he's fine. Right. It ain't that hard. Yo, I need yeah. a paramedic to my to my location. Paramedic get there. Yeah, he's fine. Okay, come on. Transport. Right. Like folks be denying folks from the simplest things like Call for a paramedic. They'll be there like five seconds. And wait around. And when they get there, I right, so you good? All right. right. Folks be getting so emotional, be getting their feelings to this job. Man, just do your job and go home. Like, yeah. folks don't do their job and go home. So, yeah. so, so as soon as you do your job and go home, guess what? You won't be having those situations like we had last week or before that. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Well, I am not going to hold you up any longer. I want to thank you so very much for coming <laughs> on. Raspy voice and all. Raspy, man. I got my, I got my Batman right. thing going on. I got my, I got my Batman, <laughs> Wolfman Jack thing going on. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for all you do for your community for, um, you know, educating the, using the Facebook platform to educate people on police officers and show us how they are amazing guys like you out there that genuinely care for the, the public and um, thank you again for that hilarious story of your son with the, the hairline I got it, hey look, hey, look. I, I sent you on your phone uh, Facebook, I sent you the, the video of of the of the, the, comp, the push up competition and now I'm about to find you find a picture of the uh of the shirt <laughs> okay okay yeah i got it i got it that is so funny so thank you thank you so much again please be safe oh, out there do you work today or you work tomorrow oh no are you off no i'm off now i'm i've okay. been working five days straight so i'm off today sheesh good well get some much needed rest and enjoy the 2.0 3.0 and miss brockton <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Until next time. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining me this week on Tea Talk with Ty. I would love to connect with you. I am on all social media platforms at I am Ty Wonder and online at tywonder.guru. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave me a review so I can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week. started tea talk with ty i was so nervous of how to make it all work but let me tell you about the program that made it so easy for me it was anchor if you haven't heard about anchor is absolutely the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain first of all it's free 99 you can't beat free 99 there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google, everywhere. 
Did I mention you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership? What? It's everything you need to make a podcast in absolutely one place. So take that leap, start that podcast, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.